and everybody has it back again. Don't take no mess at the rose garden. Jesus, they're on fire. They're what we desire. The men in black can handle it. Other teams can scrapple it. How they win that game today? There's just one thing you can say. How does Scotty shoot that three? Believe it, it ain't easy. How did Brian jump so sweet? Believe it, it ain't easy. It's the flying dot that's in your lap. Right. And, and yeah. And then also you get, you know, you're going to get killed and every fan base is going to scrutinize your votes. Uh, and I, I had mean, a, fr- I had a friend who covers another team who was voting for the all-star starters for the first time this season, text me to ask who I was voting for. And I told her, Hey, that's all you. I don't have a, you know, I don't have a vote. I don't, I didn't vote for anybody. Right, exactly. And I was like, I, "Cool, cool. You you can you can decide between Embiid, Tatum, Giannis, and KD, and get killed by Sixers fans if you leave Embiid off, or Celtics fans if you leave Tatum. You you go ahead and do that. I'm good. Yeah, right. Or or like, and, and to your point, like, yeah, exactly. Or or like Durant. Like, I mean, Durant getting left off. Durant was the guy that everyone was like, "Well, they got to leave him off because he's hurt." But it's also like. Durant is the reason why the Nets have the record that they have uh-huh. and and went on the run that they did in the first place. So and and I mean the Nets are fourth still even though KD hasn't played for almost a month. So and I think that's all KD and and, and Did you see what happened to them in Boston last night? <laughs> oh my god. I didn't watch the game. I just saw the score uh cuz I was watching the Blazers Yeah, I was I didn't really see much of it either, but they were down they was 30 it was 46 to 16 at the end of the first quarter. <laughs> and... Well, and I think too, look, the, the Nets have done a great job, but and and I think they, I just don't think they're better than Boston. As much as I no. like, as much as I like what the Nets have done, and I think Claxton is an underrated. I think he's a DPOY. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of people that put him in the Defensive Player of the Year category, uh, and he's been great. I mean, I think he's shooting like seventy percent or something at this the season, rim, yeah, or period. No, like his field goal percentage is, like, yeah, but it's like all at the rim, of course. But like, if that's yeah. all your shots, like, yeah, that that's still like. I, I agree with you, but like it's it, he's getting them because like there's so much attention around Kyrie and KD. But the other guys they have, Seth Curry, TJ Warren. TJ Warren is a nice piece. I mean, th- th- that was a nice get for them. And I think Joe Harris seems to be playing well again. Utah Watanabe, who was on the Raptors last year and didn't really crack the rotation in Toronto, has become a huge piece for them. He killed uh, the Blazers in the game here earlier this season. Yes, he did. Yeah, he. I think he went like six for six or something from three. Like his three pointer is like really good right now, and is far above his career numbers at this at this point in the season. So, and Royce O'Neal also, I think, was a nice yeah. like role player type player that they have that hits big shots for them, defends usually the number one guy on the opposing team from a perimeter standpoint. So, but I think KD, that's KD's team, um, and that's why he should be an all star in my opinion. But. Uh, I, I think with the Blazers back to back to the Blazers a little bit. Um, we saw no Jeremy last night, and I, I think because we saw it, we didn't they didn't have Jeremy. We saw a lot more GP two, but it did seem like 
after that game, to me, my main takeaway is like, how the hell you got to get this guy more minutes? Like, you cannot have more like like the the regular game for Jer- for Gary Payton too lately has been like fourteen minutes, thirteen and a half minutes. Last well, night, from, I know from, he's been on. A, I know he's been on a minutes restriction, but playing twenty six minutes last night makes me think that that uh, restriction is more like a guideline. That's the thing I have heard that he is still on some sort of. I think I think guideline is probably a better way of putting it. I I, I think he will play more minutes starting in about a week, if you will. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that was just the one thing that I took away from that game is like, yeah. man, like. Just the things that he does that also, like, it's so cliche, but they don't show up on the stat sheet. Like, Dame's three, to put them up by four, Gary was sitting there waiting to set the pick, and he didn't set it until the exact moment that Dame made the cut. And he makes the cut, then the I think Eubanks had the ball, and makes the pass to Dame, who's open off of the screen, which also GP2 sets like real screens and like most guards don't do that. And he said it and Dame got open and the three and the dagger. And it was like, and to me, and after that, the Blazers did not look back. And like that play, there was another play in the Toronto game where they're in transition and they're losing, like they, no one knows what they're doing. And I think it was Nas had the ball and Gary or it was Nas or Shaden. I can't remember. And Gary's like sees Jeremy in the corner and he like yells at whoever has the ball, like throw it to Jeremy and Jeremy gets an easy dunk out of it. And just like the basketball IQ that he has and the way to like, not only call out things on defense, but he just calls out things. He sees things on both ends before they happen. Uh, And I mean, for a team like the Blazers, I mean, they've had so many turnovers this year. They've had so many taking care of, like they have so much trouble taking care of the ball. Like, it's just so refreshing to see someone like Gary like use the chaotic things to the Blazers' advantage. Whereas, when most of the season, like when they get in those chaotic scenarios, they, it hasn't gone well. Yeah, and I actually think the turnovers have been better lately. Like they've yes. been, they had, they only had eight in the uh, Atlanta game. They had a little bit more than that last night, but I, I think a lot of that can be attributed to. Gary Payton just kind of settling not I don't want to say settling things down because he's such a chaotic player but like having him out there calling things out I think has contributed to it I do think he's he's he is he brings a sense of control within the chaos like like, like I, to me and, and and I think that is something that they didn't have earlier in the season and last night I mean Memphis is like they are team chaos. They love to force turnovers. They yeah. love to get offensive rebounds. They do a lot of the things that the Blazers have been bad at this season. And last night, they the Blazers were able to be the better team in that with those scramble scenarios and keep their head. And obviously, Dame is a big reason why they are also able to keep their cool in these situations. But uh, just the impact that Gary Payton, too, had last night on the game was a huge takeaway. And obviously, Eubanks was phenomenal blocking shots dunking making the right dunking passes. over jaron jackson yeah dunking over jaron jackson did the gambling did eric's gambling corner have anything on jaron jackson defensive player of the year were you affected at all by oh no i actually the so whole I, thing? well i was i wouldn't say i was affected i did think i thought during the week because i was listening to uh the bill simmons podcast and they were talking about award props mm-hmm. and i was thinking 
after listening to that, I was thinking about playing Bam, just because the Heat are seem like they're turning it around a little bit. Like they're doing that thing that Spolster does in the dog days of the season where all of a sudden they just kind of figure out how to win again and and they just start stacking wins like they beat Cleveland the other night. But this is before that. I was thinking, hey, you know, they're kind of turning around. If they turn around and and finish with a high defensive rating, you know, Bam been in the league a little bit longer, has a little bit better of a resume as a player overall than Jaron Jackson Jr. I could see the voters based on like where Bam sits in like the overall pecking order, seeing them take Bam over him. And then the Jaron Jackson Jr. Reddit thing goes live. And then Bam's odds went from 12 plus 1200 to like plus 400. <laughs> so like, it became like, it was like a, th- it was like a, it was, the, it was the, the, it was one third of what the value was last week. So it didn't affect it. It affected me in this way that I thought about taking a flyer on it, and now I'm definitely not taking a flyer on it because I don't think it's like just the value is not there for me. But if it was still twelve to one, yeah, I'd consider it. But the the Jaron Jackson thing was, I mean, I thought it was funny, and I will say the one everyone was talking about whether it's a big deal or not, and I think maybe the only thing that we can take away from it is how powerful NBA Reddit is. As a, as a thing that gets people talking and about certain topics because it feels like that drove the conversation towards that and the Jaron Jackson thing. And the and league had to like dro- put out a statement about how they keep stats and how they audit that and because I, of a I Reddit mean, post. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would love, I, I don't think I, I would, I would, I would kill to see what the transaction wire was in the like 12 hours after that post happened of people being like oh Fantasy. shit well, then well no on 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 uh on on the the line because the oh. line the line went it was like a six hour like it just completely flipped in like six hours and then like caesars took it off the board so like i mean this is something the nba doesn't probably doesn't want us to know but i would love to see how much money was put towards claxton and bam in the immediate <laughs> aftermath of that post because it got a lot of people that may not check the box score or don't check like defensive field goal percentage at the rim, which is like where Jaron Jackson shines. Like people don't check those stats to when they're thinking about who they're going to bet on for DPOI. Like the only people that check those stats are people like us and people that work in the analytics for basketball teams. That's it. Like, I hate to break it to our, our friends in the analytics community, but we are the only we are the only community for those stats. Nobody else gives a shit about those. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry for my cursing. Yeah. But, like, but like but like that's why it was a big deal. It was a big deal because most people don't really care about defensive field goal percentage at the rim. It, we I would it would be a better conversation about basketball if they did. But they don't. And that's just like that's why the Jaron Jackson thing was a big deal, I think. And it was a big deal. And I think the people that were like Eh, it's not it's I, I think it mattered and I and I think it was very an interesting thing about how also it's a, a test case about how everyone consumes sports now one of the few good I've said this before one of the few good things about the NBA and all the sports leagues getting in bed with these gambling companies is 
they have to be super transparent about this kind of stuff. Not just like stat keeping because it's kind of even, even besides like the end of season award stuff. Like if you have like a Jaron Jackson over under blocks in a game prop that, that like this could affect that or, you know, not even just that, but like injury reporting stuff, they have to be, they have to be, you know, transparent about that well, the kind of got, stuff. The, heat, the Miami heat got fined because they're not, Do we know what they got fined for is specifically. But I, it was, it was. I think it was for the roster. They, they didn't. I don't think they said specifically. But it was like the roster. I'm gonna look it up right now. Actually, let 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 let's because, do. I'm gonna look up the Miami Heat fine right now. Because I don't think the Thunder got fined for what they did two games in a row against Portland. Remember, they had Shea Gildas Alexander listed out, and then the morning of, they upgraded him and said he was available. I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to do that. Yeah, the Heat were fined on. Saturday, last this past Saturday, the 28th, the NBA announced the Heat have been fined $25,000 for failing to comply with the league's injury policy. So Heat culture does not – so maybe for, for, for my fellow gamblers out there, maybe don't bet on Heat games because <laughs> uh, you probably won't have a clear idea of what they're doing. But I think – to your point, though, it, it's, it's a thing that they're trying to be transparent about, but this is the problem, and this is one of the problems that the NBA has – across the board as a business, the basketball priorities of those teams diverge with the priorities of the league to be in bed with the gambling companies. The teams don't want to give their opponent a competitive advantage by if they, the heat don't want to say Jimmy Butler's not going to play tonight, you know, seven hours before the game, because then the coach can adjust the game plan to be like, actually, we're going to focus on Tyler hero and bam tonight. And we can adjust our game plan accordingly. Like, so it's 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 again just like the the load management stuff. It's the competitive te- the team's competitive advantage where they think they have a competitive advantage. It goes against the league's like business priorities to grow the game or to make money with their business partners like DraftKings and all of them who you know were getting same game parlays from Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> right. Uh, have fun. We- have fun trailing that. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, this is this is how I I would imagine that's something that you're that you're not doing. I'm not I'm not trailing Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> so, what do we think is going to happen next week at the deadline? 